1: Uh, make sure to check them out. Please leave us a review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Please make sure to follow the show. That way you'll know when a new one comes out. It's truly appreciated. All right, let's uh, kick off today's show. Hey, Finn fans, uh, We apologize, but we had to pre-record this show, and uh, that was before the news of Grant or Fuller came out. Uh, we hope you enjoy the show. And we are going to preview the uh, Tampa Bay-Miami Dolphins football game. I'm here with Louis Ragoni.
0: Hey, Dolph fans. It's a new week and uh, a new opportunity to make up for all the uh, the Sims negative the things that have gone on. <laughs> <laughs> Sins of the past, right. You know, Halloween, it's Halloween month, so, you know, strange things can happen. Let's, uh, let's hope that we see a better showing, right?
1: Yeah, let's let's see a competitive football game. You know, let's see a team come out and look like they want to win.
0: Yeah, and uh yeah, all of that, Mike. Exactly. They got to do something. I don't know. I don't care if they light a fire on their every one of their asses before the game. They got to do something. They got to figure it out. I
1: wish it was in Miami cuz Brady doesn't play well against our defense in Miami. Uh maybe we can carry that luck to Tampa.
0: Yeah. Oh, the defense has gotta be up for this because this is this is a good Well good if you don't
1: get up for Tom Brady, who do you get up for?
0: Don't know. I don't know, Mike. I say this every week. I mean, you can't get up for Buffalo, who can't you know, who can you get up for, right? Division Rival? Yep. you know, yep, uh, but- you know we say this every week. Up to this point, they haven't been up to the task, so hopefully they they figure out a way, right?
1: Well, I'll tell you what's going to have to happen. What's going to have to happen is Percent is going to have to drive this team down the field because if we don't score points, we're not beating Tampa. So we can talk about that as we go
0: forward. We can hope that a rainstorm comes in like the game last (laughs) night. I mean, that was interesting. You know, a lot of rain, and New England's defense did a great job on Brady and the Tampa offense. I mean, a really good job. If they had a little bit more offense, they would have won that game. Yeah. And that field goal, ugh, just missed. (laughs) Just missed. I didn't know who I was rooting for, you know? Oh, I know who I was
1: rooting for. I was rooting for Brady and the Buccaneers to beat uh, Belichick, because I don't want him getting any closer to Shula than he absolutely has to.
0: You know what, Mike? That's a very, very good point. Very good point. So no, I'm uh, I'm, yeah.
1: a, I'm a Tampa Bay fan if they're playing the Patriots, and I'm a fan of anybody who's playing the Patriots.
0: Yeah, I was kind of swaying in their direction as well. You know, Brady, I still have. He'll, I, You know what? I, I like him, but I don't. How's that? We'll leave it at that. I do like the guy, but I hated him when he played against us. Oh, did I hate him?
1: I don't know how you like him. I mean, he's a cheater like his coach was a <laughs> cheater, you know? <laughs> I just don't respect that, that's well, all. I mean, you know, look, he's a great player. He doesn't need to do that. And that's that's what gets me, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, who knows, Mike? I mean, Stabler used to cheat, right? They used to do all kinds well, of crazy stuff.
1: yeah, you know. with the stick and all that nonsense. All but.
0: that. And who knows what they're stealing playbooks. I mean, who the hell knows what the hell they did back then? John well, Madden, you know, I don't the greatest. Want, I don't st- want to know about it. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> okay? I don't. If it happens, that's great. I don't want to know about it. Right. I want to believe that this game is honest and fair and just.
0: Agreed. Well, he's still winning, Mike. You know, he's away from Belichick and he's still winning. So you got to yep. give him credit. So, what is Bruce Arian cheating now as well? I mean, oh, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. You know, look, <laughs> know, Brady has proved
1: himself to me and everybody else. Okay. Yes. The guy's just a phenomenal quarterback. There's, there's no other way to put it. And yeah. if you're going to beat him, you have to pressure him and you have to outscore him. And if you don't do that, you're not going to win. Now, last night, how did it turn out?
0: It turned out pretty good.
1: Right? They they won. And uh you know, it was close. I mean, they, they almost lost, but uh They should have. Yeah. But you know, it's the way it goes. I enjoyed the game. It was a it was a good game, but let's get back to our game. Yeah. Uh, we we've gotta go in there and uh we've gotta match our defense to their offense. And I gotta be honest with you, Lewis, I'm just not sure we can do that.
0: Well, I mean, they, they've they got a trio of wide receivers that, that that give you trouble. You know, Godwin is really, really good. Mike Evans. That's the
1: guy I'm most afraid of.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's going to be in the slot, and you're going to have Needham on him more than likely. Let's hope it's not Coleman. Uh-huh. Um, Needham will be on him. That's sort of a mismatch. I think Godwin's just a really good football player, okay? Um, Mike Evans and Antonio Brown on the outside can give you trouble. If we do not have Jones this week, that is a major problem. Yeah, I mean, then things, then things
1: get really scary.
0: Yeah. Have you heard anything in regard to his injury or Fuller's injury?
1: No, not yet. As
0: to how serious it is? We still don't know anything in regard to those, right?
1: Nothing that, I, nothing that I'm comfortable reporting. Let's put it that way.
0: Okay. Um, so with that being said... If Jones does not play, we've got a problem because Evans is just a physical beast. He's a big guy. Yes, he is. He can make plays down the field. Antonio Brown's a speedster. Our guys will have to be up to the task, and hopefully, Jones plays. And, you know, when you go against these guys, it's not like, you know, what we were going up against last week. I mean, these guys are all accomplished receivers and really, really good ones. Maybe the best group in the NFL collectively. Now, uh past that, the one positive coming into this football game is the fact that we won't see Gronkowski. And I can't tell you how ecstatic I am about that because yep. he's just a mismatch all over the place. Um, not that Cameron Braid is bad, their other tight end, and we seem to struggle against tight ends as we did last week against the Colts. Uh their best receiver. Was their tight end? He hurt us more than anybody in their passing game.
1: He was so, a beast.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, he was there. You know, we have issues with tight ends from time to time, and um, Brate's no slouch, so you know, even though Gronkowski's not out there, you know, Brayton can still hurt you. He's he's had some really good years for him, and Brady will take advantage of of you know just he he's going to he's going to look at your mismatches he may not challenge X-Man all that much but when he lo- when he looks around the field and he sees all these other guys and who they're matched up against that's who he's going to go to so you know break could be a problem as well and they like to throw the, to the running backs as well so
1: you you got to play sound defense
0: you've got to play sa- you've got to really play i mean the the patriots Last week did about as good a job against their offense as I have seen in a while. I know the Saints. I think you know took it to them on a given night. So it is possible. Um, you have to frustrate Brady. You have to change up things. He's seen it all. He's such a smart guy. He's able to elude pressure. You know, he's he's one of the best ever, and um, he's still playing at a very high level. So it starts with him, Mike. Um, you know, if you can frustrate him, get some pressure on him, something that we haven't really done an awful lot of, put him on his ass. He does not like to get hit, and he starts getting really, really aggravated once he starts getting knocked on the ground a bit. So they're going to have to do that um, in order to get him off his game a little bit. Um, you know, Again, their passing game is the key to their offense. And then their running game is not all that bad either, Mike. Um, you know, Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones are a great tandem. Yep. I mean, a great tandem. Uh, you know, they uh, they go out there. They can both run the rock. Uh, they're both powerful guys. Uh, Ronald Jones has got a little bit more speed, but he, he can run hard at the same token. I mean, I love these two guys. Um, you know, they've got four touchdowns, or they've got only one touchdown, I should say, combined uh, between them. But again, you know, they're capable of hurting you. They've got every element of a good offense. Uh, you know, they, they've just got guys that can beat you at every turn. Giovanni Bernard, you know, who technically can be a third down back, can hurt you. Um, you know he's got 13 catches this year. You know through the four games, so he comes in and he is more so their third down back. But again, they have so much depth across the board here that um, you know they're they're going to be a problem. They're going to be a problem. There's no question about it. Our defense is going to have to be up to the task.
1: It's going to be rough for him, I'll tell you. It, it really is. Um, you know, I I, I don't see. How will you slow them down?
0: Well, you know, we've got to somehow create turnovers. I mean, that would be important. Brady's only got two interceptions this season, Mm -hmm. you know, compared to 10 touchdowns. Um, He's been sacked seven times through four games. Um, You know, that's that's the only way you're going to beat him, is if you get some turnovers and uh, you're able to put him on his ass, you know, during the game. Yep. You allow him to do what some of these other quarterbacks have done and you give him that time and the ability to just look over the field, it's, it's going to be an awful long night. So the defensive coaches better come up with something. Um, they, they may have to take a ton of chances you know, on, on uh, Sunday. They may have to do a lot of blitzing. They have to do something. To create some turnovers, because that's the only way you're, you're beating this football team.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, we used to do it with Jason Taylor. Uh, so it it can be done, but you've got to have somebody that can get in there. And then, you and then think, wait. Right. You're right. And do you think either Agua or Phillips can apply consistent pressure?
0: <laughs> we haven't seen it as of yet, Mike. Um, consistent. You know, I think that uh, it's got to come from everybody across the line of scrimmage, and I'm talking about the interior as well, and we haven't seen it. I mean, we've seen a lot of pressure from the outside, or I shouldn't say a lot, but more pressure coming from the outside guys right. than the inside guys con- continuously. Yep. And, and, and But what I mean by the inside guys, I'm talking about the guys that are blitzing as well. Our blitzes are not being successful. Um, when we are sending guys, we're not getting to the quarterback. Right. We're not getting to him. I mean, I see us blitzing. I see a safety coming in or a corner or a linebacker coming in. And uh, last week against the Colts, we sent a lot of uh, packages with five guys at the quarterback. And we didn't get the job done. And, um, you know, again... You know, we're going to have to go out there and we're going to have to create. If we just sit back and try to play that type of defense, it's going to be a long, long night.
1: You think it's going to be
0: a long night, huh? If we play a passive type defense 110%, you know, I mean, you get them in third and longs, you, you got to bring it. You got to you got to send somebody at Brady. Let him let him, you know, rush his passes a little bit, you know. You can't just let him sit back there and just pick you apart because he will do that. He's yep. the be- he's the best in the business at doing that. That that's what's going to have to take place. It's that simple. Um it's not simple, but it's that simple. You got to right. put pressure it, on the quarterback.
1: It's not simple. Uh but, you know, look, they they've got to scheme it right. They they've, they've got to try and uh, you know, win their individual matchups. That's where it starts.
0: Yep. Yeah. Exactly.
1: So before we talk about the other side of the football, I want to talk a little bit about uh, DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, They're an uh, official sports betting partner in the NFL. Uh, They have a week five offer for every football fan that probably should jump on. Uh, New customers can bet just $1 on any NFL game and they'll win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. Uh, the last zero zero tie in the NFL was in 1943, so I'd say this is a no brainer. <laughs> if Sportsbook isn't available in your state, DraftKings won't leave you empty handed. Uh, everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings daily fantasy sports contests. You've been known to play those once or twice.
0: I do. I play every week.
1: Uh-huh. Uh huh. DraftKings is giving new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Uh, So, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, Uh, use promo code TPPN, that's TPPN, throw down $1 at any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official uh, betting partner in the NFL. Uh, You must be 21 or older in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania. Uh, It's for new customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. Uh, One per customer, restrictions apply. Uh, See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's that number
0: again, Mike? (laughs) 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 1-800-GAMBLER. Write it down. (laughs) All right. That's pretty easy to remember. Good.
1: All right, so uh, let's let's talk about the other side of the ball. You know, our problem really has been moving the ball with uh, consistency.
0: Yes. And if we're going to win
1: this game, uh, there's no doubt we're going to have to score points. And the question is, do you think Brissett is capable <laughs> of uh, engineering a consistent offense for four quarters?
0: You know, Mike... I, I can't sit here and tell you that it falls on the quarterback, um, the offense as a whole. I mean, it's just like you know when we try to blame Tua for everything. Um, is he well, I don't part try of the to problem? Blame anybody for anything? Is Brissett part of the problem? Yes. Um, He's the field general. It starts yeah, with him. It starts with him. I I personally think it starts up front. It always. It does. does. Uh, you know, you can make an average quarterback look so much better if he has the time to throw the football. You know, when you have a quarterback that's average and you don't have a good offensive line, it goes in the opposite direction, obviously. So, you know, when you have an average quarterback or a backup quarterback running your team and you have a subpar offensive line, the result is what we've seen the last couple of weeks for the most part. Um, Very inconsistent. Um, the receivers have to play better. They have to catch everything. If it's if it's if you, if it's in your hands, if it's catchable, if it's somewhere around your your body, you got to make the plays. I see people do. Or I see players doing it every single week in the NFL. I mean, difficult catches. I mean, o- over the top difficult, and we seem to be be dropping balls that are just a little bit off the mark. I mean, this is the NFL. That's what you're paid to do. Um, these guys aren't getting the job done. Um, you know, guys like Gaseki, the tight ends, I think we're going to have to get them a little bit more involved. I mean, you don't even see Gasecki until we're behind and we're playing behind, and then all of a sudden he becomes a factor. Um, I don't know what their logic is. I know he's not a good blocker, but you know what? You may have to sacrifice a little bit in the blocking game to get him on the football field and making plays down the field earlier in football games before you fall behind by two touchdowns, which seem – go ahead.
1: Lewis, they're not confident in the offensive line, so they're putting Smythe in there. They're putting Sheehan in there to block.
0: Oh, I'm aware of that, Mike, but it's not working. I mean, so you have to go in a different direction at some point. And I understand their thought process. I understand the thought process in putting Malcolm Brown in as your starter right. because he's able to block, and, and you know, whereas Gaskins hasn't been able to get the job done. But you know what, Mike? It hasn't worked. It didn't work last week.
1: Yeah, but you've got guys up front that can't block for two seconds, and and you know, they let people in almost immediately. You've got to have some type of safety valve for the quarterback. Now, if that means you put a med in there and let him run on a little. Uh,
0: you know, flat route, that's fine. Even Gusecki, do something. right, Ex- exactly. You have Gasecki do a simple out. You isolate him. Whatever the case may be, they have to do something different because the offense was non-existent last week. It was just, and they had opportunities. They were in the Colt and the whole first quarter and weren't able to generate anything. Um, you know, so that's what they're going to have to do. Uh, they're going to have to get their playmakers on the field. By putting Smythe and Malcolm Brown on the field, I mean, my goodness. I mean, you are just, you know, you're taking some guys that are capable of making plays off the field in the process. And you're again, essentially
1: playing into the defense's hands.
0: You are. And and I do understand the reasoning behind it. Because, These guys aren't capable of blocking anybody. I mean, Austin Jackson. You know, Eichenberg has struggled at times. Jesse Davis. I mean, these guys have to go out and they have to play. They have to go out and do their job. You you have to, in practice, tell them, "Look, you know, we're not going to baby you guys. I mean, you guys are going to have to handle handle something. At least try it, Mike. Initially, right? They're going to have to come out and put." Their best offense on the field in regard to playmakers, they're going to have to get all five guys on there. And what I mean by all five guys, I mean Gaskin, Gusecki, Fuller if he's healthy, Waddle, and Parker. Those five guys, that's, that's five very, very good offensive football players on the field at the same time. That can create some problems for a defense. But when you take Gusecki out of the picture and you put Smythe in, Okay, and then you put Malcolm, you take Gaskin out of the picture and you put Malcolm Brown on the field. Now all you're doing is basically allowing the defense to key on your two outside guys or your three outside guys and you've got five guys, six guys covering those three. And and basically what are you going to do in that in that, you know, in that way? Right. You're not. You're not going to. You're not going to accomplish an awful lot. They haven't accomplished an awful lot up to this point offensively. So you have to change. You know the frame of mind. I know what the what their what their thought process was going in the last week against the Colts, but it didn't work. And that's the bottom line. So now well, you've I'm got. I'm assuming to go in a they thought direction. they
1: were going to be able to run the ball better than they did.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, they didn't stick with the run at any point. No. Nope. Um, You know, they, they, I don't know why they would think they can run behind this offensive line, Mike. I just don't know. I don't know if things are going on in practice.
1: Well, they're better run blockers than pass blockers, Lou, but they're, they're not good.
0: But they're not good on, at either turn. So, you know, my thinking is, is you, you spread, you spread the defense out. You, you try to, you try to do some quick hitters. You try to do some fly patterns or, back shoulder passes down the sideline, and you try to move the football that way. And if it doesn't succeed, and Brissette is still getting just harassed immediately, then, you know, it is what it is, but at least you're being aggressive. I mean, we talked about uh, being aggressive in the last show. Well, this is how you go about doing that. You know, you, you, you put your, your playmakers out on the field, and you give them all opportunities to touch the football and you spread it around, and that's, that's how you succeed because anything else right now is not going to work. It just isn't. I mean, you know, it hasn't. Um, and, you know, I feel that when we've been productive, it's been with the guys that I just talked about on the football field. The minute and the hurry-up offense came out on the field last week, you know, they were able to at least generate some sort of offense, at least something. Whereas before non-existent,
1: if Fuller can play, uh, you've got him on the right side with Kasicki, and on the left you've got Waddle and Parker. And uh, you know, if I'm the quarterback, I'm looking for these guys, and I'm looking for them on short patterns, not necessarily longer patterns.
0: Right. I mean, but you can get the ball down the field if you you know you can go to mass protection at times. I mean, if you want to hold, if
1: the opportunity presents itself, yes.
0: Mike, get, get you know, they, they have to get imaginative. You don't have to throw the ball with Gusecki on the field. Is he a great blocker? No, but can he help Austin Jackson at that tackle position with the, with the defensive end? Of course he can. I mean, you know, if, if you double up, you've got him on the field and you just move him inside. Maybe he's in the slot and then you move him inside to help and then you go to mass protection. The defense has to adjust to that. And then you go to your receiver maybe a little bit deeper down the field. You know, or you you have Gasecki release off the line of scrimmage, you know, after the pass rush comes in. Set up some screen pass. When was the last time we saw a screen pass in this offense this year? I don't know if I've seen one. Have you? <laughs> Uh, not that I remember. No, exactly. I mean, maybe it's not. I maybe it's something that they they don't execute well in practice. But I'm
1: thinking they got a bunch of big guys on the offensive line. It's probably not their strength.
0: Well, all I can tell you is this: is that they have to do something different than what they've done through four games. Whether it be two or a quarterback or Brissette quarterback, to me, it's been the same play calling, the same offense being run by both quarterbacks. A little bit conservative. I understand the reasoning behind it, but, um, you know, something's got to change. you got to roll the dice at this point, Mike. I mean, the season's on the line. Well,
1: I think you have to pick your spots. I think you 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 go into the game with a conservative game plan to a point, but there are situations that are going to present themselves by the way the defense is playing that are going to allow you to take a shot, and that's when you have to take advantage of it. You know, if, if I get Fuller matched up on Sherman, to me, that's a win.
0: Yeah, their their secondary's banged up. I mm-hmm. mean, they've got guys hurt all over the place uh, to where they have Richard Sherman on the field. So, I mean, you have some mismatches there as far as I'm concerned in regard to our offense. That's why I want them spread out. Uh, you know, the problem lies in their defensive line. I mean, you've got Sue and you've got, you know, you've got – Barrett, Shaq Barrett, who's, who's a very good pass rusher. I mean, Golston, the defensive tackle. I mean, you know, Jason Pierre-Paul, if he's healthy enough. Is, I mean, they've got some players that can put a pass rush yep. on you. Yep. And, you know, Devin White is such a good linebacker. I mean, their defense is extremely, extremely good up front. But your secondary, their secondary, you can exploit. You can move the football on them. They just, like you said, Mike, we can't, we can't be passive or conservative early on and be down 14 points because then you're basically just taking the ball and you're putting it in Brissette's hands and the offensive line, the block, the rest of the game. I think they have to come out right from Jump Street and be aggressive in this one. And by, by that, I mean not you know throwing the ball 15 times on the you know in the first quarter, but you know being aggressive in the play calling and getting guys out in the flat if you you know just run extended you know they're, they're extended handoffs if you're throwing the ball in the flat to Gaskins, get him involved somehow some kind of way, get him involved, whether it be him or a med, get them involved in the passing game because neither one of them can block and from what I've seen, Malcolm Brown is not that much better. He you know, is
1: better actually, but you know, it look, they've got to move the ball. If that means throwing to Ahmed, then you throw to Ahmed, whatever it means you have to do, uh, but again, it's going to depend on how the defense is playing you, but you know, we have matchups, we have to take advantage of them, uh, you know, whether it, it, it's, uh, Fuller or it's Kosicki or whoever. Waddley runs a four, three, right? Yep. He's got to be able to beat somebody out there.
0: Haven't haven't been able to see him. No. Get in space. No. They haven't attempted a pass to him no. down the field. I
1: mean, I, so you know, what are you waiting for? Let's I do that. <laughs> I
0: don't know. I mean, did you draft this guy to have him run, you know, uh, patterns that are 10 yards within the line of scrimmage? I mean.
1: Uh, I'd be very I, happy with him running a slant if they throw it to him.
0: But they don't. I mean, I don't, I don't know what they're doing with him. I mean, you, you drafted this guy as, as, a, as a weapon in your offense. Um, you know, when you get drafted that high, you have to be a number one, right? I mean, right. Fuller, Fuller and Parker are both uh, very good receivers. I mean, very good receivers. But when you draft a guy that high, he has to be your number one. Well, use him as a number one. Not as a guy, you're using him like you would use Albert Wilson or Jakeem Grant, Mike. Right. And, and to me, it makes no sense. I mean, what are you doing? You know, get this guy in space, you know, have him run, run a wheel route, do something, put him in the backfield, and have him just get isolated on somebody. Yep. And, and, and just, you know, get the ball to him in the flat to where he has space to create. I mean, you know, the same thing with Goseki. Get him down the middle of the field and, and throw a ball down the middle of the field. Challenge these secondaries. You know, it's just not there. It, they're just not doing it. Well, I don't know if their the plays are being They need the time, you know, they
1: need the time. Yeah. So it's it goes hand in hand, but you know, they can have a short passing offense. It doesn't have to be twenty, thirty yard routes all the time. The point is Mix it up if you exactly. see the defense playing you a certain way and you can take advantage of it, then you know max protect and let's take advantage of it.-
0: mm-hmm. just do anything that that gets the offense going and, and brings some excitement right now, that offense they they just feel like I mean when you look at them come out on the field, they, you just get the feeling that they're just not confident in themselves at all. Not at all. And the defense right. is starting to show signs of that as well. You don't see right. any enthusiasm on either side of the football. You have to do things that, that, that's, that'll that spark this football team. You know, we don't have Fitzpatrick here to come out on the field and butt heads Who? and run around. We don't have that. Somebody's no, got to step he, up and He's on injured
1: do reserve somewhere.
0: Yeah. Somebody's got to step up and be that player on both sides of the football. And, and I just don't see it. I see these guys going through the motion and uh, not much more than that at this point. And, um, you know, we don't want them to become stagnant week in and week out. You know, they, they, they have to show life, and they haven't. The last couple of weeks, I haven't seen any life in this football team. All
1: right. We've, we've talked about that. We, last we three gotta weeks. Got to go, forward. Gotta go yep. forward.
0: Last three weeks, actually. So yep. let's go here. Yeah, let's do it. Aggressive. You know, make, get, make a big play and get your team a little jacked up.
1: That's it. Get those juices flowing, you know, get the momentum on your side. hmm And I think they can do that. Now, whether they're going to do it or not is an entirely different story. Uh, with that, uh, I guess it's time to make predictions. And if I remember last week, you told me I was going first this week.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, so I'll do that.
0: hmm Unfortunately...
1: Nobody's gonna like it.
0: Well, Dolphin fans aren't gonna like it if we have Tampa well, fans that's listening and probably like true.
1: It. I'm gonna say it's gonna be thirty two to ten, Tampa Bay.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm pretty much on board with you, Mike. I I see this game being like thirty five thirteen, thirty five fourteen, something. Something around there. I don't see us. uh, I just don't see our our offense
1: keeping up, and you know our special teams hasn't been an advantage lately. And our defense, you know, if if they're not getting any help, they're not going to be able to do it by themselves.
0: No. Um. You know, I. I think that the injuries, are are going to be, extremely important going into this weekend's games. Obviously, I mean game. Obviously. If Jones is out, that's a big loss on the right. defensive side and of course, if fuller's out um you know it kind of brings brings us at least on that side to even kill because I think that they're gonna have a few corners not playing in the football game, and I think that um you know if he does not play if fuller does not play then you know, we kind of, we're going to put Hollins or or um, Grant or somebody out there that basically is just going to bring us right back to square one. We won't have an advantage is what I'm getting at on that side, um, right. whoever's lined up opposite Parker. So, um, you know, the key, those, those two injuries are very, very important, especially the Jones injury, because if he's out, it could be a real, real well, long don't night, you Mike. think
1: they would put Waddle out wide and uh, maybe bring Wilson into the slot?
0: You would think that that's what they would do, Mike, but I don't think they've done that as of yet. They haven't. I mean, Fuller's missed two. He missed the first two games yep. of the year, and I still saw Waddle, for the most part, lining up in the slot. And we'll see. And he missed, he missed this whole, you know, pretty much the majority of this pass game, too. So we haven't seen that as of yet. Why? Again, you know, we've already discussed it. We don't know. We don't know what the answers are. I mean, I wish we could sit down and talk to the offensive coordinators and see what the hell their thought process is. Because, you know, your philosophy on offense doesn't uh, match up to what you did in regard to drafting. So let's go here. Right. Get the guy involved. All right, Lewis. Yes, sir.
1: I think we've covered it.
0: I hope so because there's not much more to say on my end. No, there there isn't. There's not a lot you can say. They got to come out and they got to do it. Yep.
1: I thank you for joining me and uh I thank everybody for listening. Till next week. Fins up.
0: Fins up Dolphins.
1: All right, that's today's show. I just want to remind everyone that the Finn Fans Podcast is proud to be part of DolphinsTalk.com podcast network and the Pigskin podcast network. Check out these sites, guys. There's lots of podcasts and information there that you'll enjoy. All right, until next time, be well and take care.